Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you of why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words, problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. The Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can I take my business to the next level? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Of course. So, speaking of coaching call, this is uh, an episode on some visual accountability. How can you hold yourself accountable to do what you need to do when you don't want to do it and at the highest level? We're going to use uh, whiteboard and visual accountability brought to you by the Harris Certified Coaching Program. And this is um, specifically geared towards real estate agents. I'm going to try to translate it as much as I can to insurance because one of the things that we do at the Money Coaching Club is, yeah, we definitely are. uh, Well, Hernan is definitely a Harris Certified Real Estate Coach. So we have that designation. We have that ability to help you very much on the real estate side. But we also want to make sure that we're able to translate these principles into other businesses and make sure that you can apply these principles in whatever practice you're in. That's right. So um, in real estate, we've never met or interviewed or coached a single top producer that doesn't use some sort of visual accountability system, right? There's something that keeps them focused on what it is that they need to do on a daily basis. So in order for for you to do what we're going to do today, you're going to need a couple things. You're going to need five uh, individual whiteboards, usually like a 18 by 24 dimension type, or maybe what some people do is they have like a dedicated whiteboard wall, right? Something that, you know, they have those things that you kind of paste on the wall to eat up a, you know, to turn a wall into a whiteboard. You can just write on it. That's right? one way to do it. Sure. Yeah. You're also going to need um, whiteboard markers, not the, not the thick ones. You want the finer print ones. Cause mm-hmm. you're going to write, you know, some, you're going to be writing a you're lot, gonna be writing a lot. Right. And you're going to want them to be colorful, a couple of different colors. Right. And of course, some whiteboard cleaner, because we are going to be moving information from one board to another. All right. So I guess before we even dive into what the whiteboards look like, let's talk about why it works. Right. Sure. Yeah. We'll dive right into that. So um, external accountability is why it works. So have you ever noticed that like virtually every month you're able to cover your monthly basic overhead like in one way or another? Oh, because you kind of have to, right? Because you kind of have to. I mean, well, m- we we kind of talked about it in one of the ep- other episodes where you make sure that you you know cover your nut, if you will. Yeah. Right. But then anything that's left over, you spend before you save. 
Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That that definitely happens. Most people don't save because they save at the end. Exactly, right? exactly. So, but no matter, it, somehow you would always manage to meet your needs. Yeah. Right? So I mean, in real, especially for real estate agents, since they're going from from commission check to commission check, I mean, they're able to figure out a way to pay their bills. Sure, a bill might be late every once in a while, but they're still able to at least cover their basis, right? So um, one of the reasons why you're able to do that is, let's say, for example, you do have a bill due. Chances are you got like uh, an email alert or you got a paper bill in the mail or a text message or something that reminds you that you are accountable to these Mm -hmm. bills, right? Mm -hmm. Something that's telling you, hey, this is due. Right. Right. And it's due on this date, right? Usually right around the first. Yeah. So rent, mortgage payments, cars, credit Uh cards, cell uh phones, these all 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 send you those types of alerts, right? Yeah. And if you don't pay these bills, if if there's no immediate uh, compensation to these particular carriers or clients, right, Mm -hmm. or vendors, right, there's automatically a negative effect, right? If you don't pay your cell phone, they cut it off. Right. No cell phone. If you don't pay your credit card, they cut off your your available credit. Oh yeah, no they cut off, and then they charge you all kinds of and fees, then they, and then you, your credit report gets all messed up. And if you have a professional license, like a real estate or insurance agent, that starts looking bad on your license. Yeah, you run into all kinds of issues. Exactly, you don't pay a car, it gets repossessed. So most agents are gonna find a way. They know exactly how much they need just to get by. Just right. to squeeze by. But that gets you into that feast and famine mode that you're talking about, too. Exactly. Since you only know what it takes for you to, to get by, that tends to be exactly how much you earn. I bargain life for a penny. Exactly. I bargain life for a penny. And life surely paid. Life would pay no more. Life would pay no more. I knew I was going to butcher that one. That's all good. All right. So, um, the thing you're going to have to do here is figure out your magic number. You're going to have to figure out what your what your minimum monthly requirement is. So how much do you have to make to avoid any sort of uncomfort level, any sort of pain? What dollar amount is it, right? And and the problem is most agents stop at this point. They don't know how much their minimum required amount is going to be. Mm-hmm. They don't have a magic number. So uh, let's use, I, I decided in this case, let's use what, it costs to live here in was, Southern California. I was going to ask really quick. Do you think that most people don't have something like a income statement or balance sheet that just shows them what they're... Very few. Very few. I mean, most people's budget consists of, if I look online, do I have enough money in my account? Yes. Okay, let's do it. I mean, that is scary, right? But that's usually, you know, that's the extent of many people's budgeting skills, right? They don't really know how much they are spending on miscellaneous things that will just eat up their paycheck. They don't right? know how much they have in liabilities as compared to how much they have in their assets. They don't know what their monthly cash flow is. No, and and that's the problem. See, you are in business as a real estate agent, right? You are, you have your own small practice. You're a 1099 uh, uh, contractor. So mm-hmm. you have a small business. You should know what your monthly expenses are. You should know your numbers like the back of your hand, right? Right. Because your purpose in business is to be of service to others, but your business's purpose is to make a profit. And if you don't know what your 
m- your minimum expenses are, how do you know what your profits are going to be? Makes so sense. We need to understand what that is. And if you don't have a business plan in place, if you don't know what that magic number is, you need to go and get our, uh, our, um, what we provide when you get a free coaching call. That was like three ums right there. Man, that was a lot of ums. Yeah, that was like so three ums. You can, you can get it at, uh, there's another one. Jeez. <laughs> Okay, so it's called the real estate treasure map. I'm just going to go with it before I try to set it up. It's a real estate treasure map, right? The real estate treasure map is how you set up your business plan. It'll help you find your magic number. And we're going to go over a little bit here. But if you want to get in more detail, set up a plan for your own business. Make sure you go to our website, csfirst.com. Click on the free coaching call and you'll get the real estate treasure map is one of the six books that you'll get uh, for just signing up for your free coaching call. So in California, on average, it's about $6,500 per month that uh, that somebody needs to survive that they bring in. So the average <laughs> average home in California sells for about half a million dollars. And at 3% commission, and if an agent is a 65% agent, because that's usually the splits that, that most, uh, there's another, uh, that most brokerages will split with their agents, 65%. That means that they're going to have about $9,750 per closing. So if you need $6,500 a month, right? That means that in California, you need to close about eight closings per year to pay the bills and uh surprise surprise of course according to the national association of realtors most agents sell less than 12 properties a year so it's basically right on the number right where they need to be if you're saying less than 12 and the minimum that they need is eight so they may be averaging a little bit better than their minimum but not much. Not much, which means they're barely getting by. They realize that this is all I need to not have that pain, to not have that anxiety of paying a bill. I'm going to get to pay this bill if I just close that one more. So they're operating at red line. They're operating always, always, always at I need that next closing. And that's why when they when they have something go wrong in a particular transaction, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe the appraisal doesn't come through the way they wanted to. Maybe there's something wrong in the inspection report. They really panic. They really mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. out on this one transaction because they need it to close to pay the bills. It's right? not that much different from somebody who relies on their salary every month. They live in pay t- paycheck to paycheck just waiting for that next one to come by. And when they are run out of money at the or what run is it? out of month at the end of the money, run out of month at the end of the month, at the end of the money, they're really struggling. So it's the same type of concept with somebody who does not create a consistent cash flowing. Uh, there's my, uh, a consistent cash flowing method to generate business and keep a consistent flow of business. And that's one of the things that this whiteboard accountability is going to help us do. That's right. And that's why that's why it's so hard for them to accomplish any of the financial goals they set for themselves each year because there there is no accountability. They don't get um, they don't get anything that says, hey, your savings bill is due. Right. There's no way they're going to pay off consumer debts like credit cards. They're not going to save money for reserves. They're not going to pay for cash for their cars or clothes. They're not going to take the vacation they planned on. They're not going to be able to put the kids through private school. They're not going to be able to buy the luxuries that they probably deserve and they work hard for because there is no bill coming in for those things. Like what if you what if you had a bill every month that said, you know, mandatory savings, please remit remit immediately and it was a bill for $1000. And you this came in every time and you got an alert that was telling you this is due. You need to do this. You need to pay this bill. Then 
if if that was coming in, then you would probably be more likely to find a way to get that bill paid. I remember right? we talked about this at one point in one of the other episodes too, how your creditors are out there and they're harassing you. And if you don't pay that bill, if you don't make that credit card payment, you're going to get a phone call. They're going to send you to collections. They're going to do this. They're going to do that, right? And if we don't do those things for ourselves, if we don't fanatically go after ourselves for that same for that same savings, right? For the same amount of money, if you're not paying yourself first, nobody is going to hold you accountable. If you don't pay the bank, the bank is going to hold you accountable. But if you don't pay yourself, nobody but you is going to hold yourself accountable. That's right. And so what does this have to do with whiteboards? Right? Here's the secret. Your financial goals in life are directly related to the consistent flow of leads, listings, closings that you create on on, on an almost daily basis. So you have to go out, you have to generate leads, you have to follow up, you have to pre-qualify, you have to present, negotiate, and close every single day. And these whiteboards are going to help you look up at the, you're going to look up at them and you're going to see exactly what is missing. What leads are you missing? Are you, are you missing seller leads? Are you missing buyer leads? Are you missing whatever it is that you're, that you're looking at in each particular whiteboard? And you're going to have that accountability to help you there. It's the lack of accountability that works against you. What if you didn't take a new listing this week, for example, right? If, if, if your job was to take a listing a week and you didn't get one this week, what happens? Well, immediately like nothing really happens that's what i was gonna say if you don't have somebody holding you accountable there then nothing happens nothing really happens right but 60 days down the road right when this thing is supposed to close when you're supposed to be having a check you're gonna start feeling like what happened i didn't get a check this time what's going on right by the way this applies to more than just real estate if you know, we talk about uh, in on the insurance side. If you're not out there doing the same thing, following up with those commercial leads, following up with those life insurance leads, following up with all those different people, you're not going to have that consistent cash flow. You're not going to have those consistent closings of of uh, new business policies. You're not going to have that consistent increase in premium so that renewals come in. You're not growing that business because you're not meeting your minimum requirements. So, so if you don't so if you have that same accountability, that same whiteboard accountability, and you have something like your A, B, and C list of clients, or even your D list of clients, and you are not starting on a new policy this week, right? The way that you talked about you didn't take a new listing this week, what happens? Immediately? Nothing. But down the road, you're not building that consistent cash flow. This is why Agents struggle and they have that roller coaster income. This is why the feast or famine happens because there is no immediate consequence to the thing that they're not doing. If you know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is a mantra that we have at Harris uh, Harris Certified Coaching Program at, at the Harris University. It is a mantra because there are things that we don't want to do. Nobody wants to go and talk to the seller whose home is overpriced and ask them for a price reduction. Right. But what's going to happen if you don't, if you don't, if you're lucky, it may eventually sell. Right. The market might catch up with it. But we're we're in a different market. Things are changing now. So 
you probably will not get it sold and then you're going to become an expired and that's not going to be a commission for you because you didn't want to do what you didn't want to do at the highest level. Sorry, you, you didn't, didn't do, do what you didn't want to do at the, at the highest level. So because you didn't do it, later down the road, you're not going to have that check. What if you didn't call back that lead that left you a voicemail? Eh, they'll call back if they're serious. Yeah, or I'll get to it over the weekend. Same thing. All these things, these things that our ego gets in the way of doing or that disguises itself as fear, these are the reasons why most people in sales have cash spurts, right? Spurts in motivation, spurts in occasional action result in spurts of income. You're not being consistent in your money-making activities. Therefore, your cash is a direct result of your action. Your cash will not be consistent. And that's it kinda, will be a spurt. And that's kind of painful to hear, you know, because I know that I have that sometimes, right, where you get the, the high level of motivation and you get in there and you go at it for like a day or two and then it kind of slows down. Yeah. Right? And I think everybody everybody tends to have those... Um, Oh, that was a good um for me. Yeah. Everybody tends to have those roller coasters. Everybody tends to have the highs and the lows and the peaks and the valleys and everything. But you got to find a way to be consistent. And having a whiteboard accountability gives you that visualization. It gives you that idea, okay, well, this is what I have going on today. Whether I like to or not, I need to get on here and I need to do it at the highest level. It's It's work, right? It's you work. just need to know when you're when you're self-employed, when you're a 1099 contractor, it's so easy to do other things that are busy work to avoid you from doing the work that you have to do. And the whiteboard accountability, the visual accountability will help you focus your attention on doing the things that are dollar productive, right? They surround you every day. They make you take action faster and more consistently. And it eliminates the thought of, you know, I'm getting ready to someday feel like possibly taking action. Maybe, you know, if the sun's out or if I feel like it or whatever it is, however, whatever's stopping you, having the visual accountability is going to take you to that next level. It's going to make you take action faster. And it's uh, one thing that's going to help you get there. It's a thing that's going to help you get there. Right. So remember that top producers use uh, visual and account visual accountability to them. It's like that magic pill. It's that thing that keeps them focused, right? So hopefully now you're convinced that you have to do some sort of visual accountability. So let's get these things set up. All right. So you're going to need the five whiteboards, right? Or the five sections on your whiteboard wall either way. So specifically for real estate that we're going to focus on real estate. Hopefully James can find a way to translate these, but you have five, I'll do my best. You have five boards. Okay. So your first board is going to be leads. Then you're going to have active listings, active buyers, pendings, and closed transactions. So you're going to use one color on your, uh, from your markers. You're going to use one color for buyers. You're going to use a different color for sellers. And if you're working with a buyer and a seller, you can just write them twice, you know, once with each color. Okay. So, once uh once for a buyer once for a seller if you have if you're working both sides in two different colors why don't we go with for insurance leads commercial leads or life insurance leads personal lines closed transactions pending and closed transactions cool cool all right that'll so work. commercial commercial life will be one section personal lines such as home and auto will be another uh pendings and closed transactions all right that'll work so the key to this is to make sure that the boards are kept up to date 
on a daily basis, right? You have to make sure you're updating these daily. If you're not using these on a daily basis, if you're not actively looking up there, they're not holding you accountable, right? So you True. need to update these daily. All right, so leads. So on the leads board, on the left-hand side, I want you to list one through 15 on the leads board, right? One through 15 all the way down. And then you'll need at least 15 active leads at all times. Now this can be a mixture of buyers and sellers, it's okay. But across the top, you're gonna write the following information that you're gonna need from your leads. You're gonna need to know their name, the source where you got it from, their motivation, why are they buying or selling, the time frame, when do they need to purchase or sell by, the price range that they're looking for or looking to sell at, and then what's the next action? This is like your notes section, right? What What's next for you to do? So for example, you got Bob Smith. He called on one of your signs. That's, how, that's the source. He's a first-time buyer, right? This is motivation. He wants to buy before the holidays. So that's giving you a time frame. Up to 280000 There's your price. And your follow-up, your next action, you got to call on Friday to check on financing, right? That is how you're going to list your leads, 1 through 15. You should always 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 have 15 leads on your list if somebody and these are a b and c leads by the way right a b and c leads and we talked in a previous podcast about the difference between a b and c leads but really quick an a lead is going to buy within the next 45 days a b lead will buy between between or buy or sell between 45 and 90 days and a c lead is flaky and you're not exactly sure yet so you need to call them more consistently if they do not meet one of those, then you drop them down to what's called a D lead. A D lead happens after they're a C lead. You call them and you talk to them, conversationally talk to them for three conversations and they decide that they're not going to buy for whatever reason or not going to sell. They're flaky for whatever reason. You dump them. They go to your D lead and then you call them every other month, making sure they're okay, seeing if they have any questions and uh, you can ask them for referrals. Okay, So these on your leads list should be A, B, or C leads right now. Three things I want to say about this. First of all, for those D leads or any lead, when you call, make sure that you're bringing something of value. When you follow up, make sure that you're bringing something of value. Number two, brain fart. <laughs> um, number two, this is where we talk about making sure that you call 100% of your leads every single day. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Make sure that you call 100% of your leads every single day and actually that number three was about the abc leads making sure that you have them classified and you follow up accordingly all right so you have leads on the board right so now if you're looking up at your board on a daily basis and you see that you only have lead slots maybe one through ten then you know your effort for that day is to focus on lead generation you need to find yourself five more leads a b or c leads Right? There's your visual accountability right there. When I walk into the office, what do I need to do? Oh, look, I need to find five leads today. Boom. Now you know you're hunting for expireds. Maybe you're hunting for FISBOs. Maybe mm -hmm. you're calling your circle of influence. Maybe you're going down your D list and looking for referrals. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. you're doing BPOs, a number of different things. And if you need a lead generation source, we got a great source. I mean, tons of different lead generation ideas that we have in our coaching program. So make sure you go to our website, get your free coaching call so you can figure out many, 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 many different ways. I think it's like 25 free lead generation uh, strategies. strategies that we have on our website. So go ahead, check it out. I'm sorry, not on our website, on our coaching program. 
All right, so that's the leads board. The next board we're gonna work on here is the active listings, right? So on the left-hand side of the active listings, you're gonna write number one through, and this is gonna depend on what your magic number is, right? So if you don't know what your magic number is, if you don't know how many listings you need to have at all times to meet or exceed your goals, then you need to read the real estate treasure map. You need to go through this business plan uh, to to figure out what is it that you need to do on a daily basis? How many listings do I need per month so that I can meet or exceed my goals? And remember that the real estate treasure map is one of those books that you get when you get a free coaching call. So you can figure out what that magic number is. You can also go back to our previous episode that we titled the, the magic, magic number, number and you can help you figure out what your magic number is. Now that one's geared a little more towards the, uh, the insurance side but that the, podcast, you mean that podcast, right? But it works the same way. If you want the one specifically for real estate, well, I think I think what we're, you're right. The that particular podcast was geared more towards insurance, but just like with this, what we're talking about right now, everything is translatable. Absolutely, we've done everything to to try and be translatable because these are our two uh, primary businesses here. Whoop, that was an uh. So our active listings that you have listed for real estate. Uh, translates to us in insurance as commercial or life insurance leads. And the same thing applies. Make sure that you have those written down. And if you don't have numbers 1 through 15, if you haven't figured out what your magic number is, then sign up with us, get a coaching call, make sure that you can figure out what that magic number is. That way, when you have set up your accountability board, you know exactly where you need to be. Right. And so, you know, for, for many of the agents... 10 listings at all times will help them meet or exceed their goals. Some of them will close, right? And some of them will stay, will not close. And the ones that do drop off, the ones that you close, let's say out of the 10 listings you have, five close, then your job going forward is to replace the five that were that were closed, right? You get paid and then you know as, your, as one drops off, you just replace it with a new listing, right? Doing the money-making activities that we laid out for you. All right, so this is a note for agents, by the way. Only active, not pendings, go into the active listing boards. So if they're in contract in any way, any way, whether it's a short sale contract, whether it's a, I don't care what it is, any RPAs, any real estate uh, uh, residential purchasing agreements, anything that's in contract goes in the goes into the uh, pending board. It's not in the active listings. These are active listings where you're still looking for uh, buyers for these. Okay? Insurance agents. Once you've submitted to underwriting and it's in the submission process and it's being reviewed, that's your pending board. That's your pending board. All right. So across the top of the active listings, you're going to write the categories that you need. You're going to need to know the address. You're going to need to know the seller's name. You're going to need to know the source where you got this seller from, right? Was it a sign call? Was it a FISBO? Was it an expired? You're going to have to list the current price and the sell me now price. So this is one of the things that you're getting when you're pre-qualifying your your aid, your uh, sellers, right? You can even know what, what it's currently listed at, but if they're motivated and they need to sell, they have a sell me now price, right? Look, just get it sold. If I will take no less than, and X. there's your sell me now price, Okay. right? And then of course the expiration date. So for example, you have 123 Hot Listing Street and it's for the uh, the Smiths. This is a referral. 
This is $350,000 their current price, but they're willing to go as low as $325,000, and they, the expiration date on this contract is December 31st. So this holds you accountable to getting it sold on time, and it reminds you that if you have 10 showings or two weeks, which is, by the way, a National Association of Realtors, an NAR rule, right, if 10 showings or two weeks, then you need to look at price, right? You need to go in and talk to the seller about adjusting the price or repositioning the home on the market so that it better reflects uh, what buyers are looking for okay so that is the active listing board now we're pretty much out of time here so we've got two of the five boards squared away and we've we've basically talked a little bit about why it's important and hopefully at this point you're seeing hey you know I got two boards and if I don't have enough active listings then I need to be following up on my leads and if you know what if I'm missing some leads I need to be lead generating there are specific things that you can now look to your boards and hold yourself accountable to doing on a daily basis and that's just two of the boards so far right so these are things that are going to keep you focused if you're focusing your efforts on these things getting uh, filling these slots and you're constantly focusing your efforts on filling these slots then you're constantly going to have business in the pipe and you're constantly going to be closing on a consistent level and you're going to go away from the roller coaster income you'll stop having spurts of cash flow and you'll start having regular cash flow so that you can continue to make a profit you can continue to invest that profit so that your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money but it requires that you have a systematic way of doing business. You can learn it by going to our previous podcasts. You can get a little more education by going to Tim and Julie's real estate coaching podcast, right? You can do a lot of number of things that are for free. You can Google stuff, but every professional athlete, every top producer has a support coach. And if you really want to take your business to the next level, you need some of that coaching yourself you need to figure out what it is that you're doing in your business from an outside perspective to better improve what you're doing to make you more money in the long term so remember go to our website www.csfirst.com that's s-i-a-s-f-i-r-s-t.com and click on the free coaching program just a reminder though i mean if you do decide to do the real estate coaching program everyone who applies is approved everyone and it's very reasonable. Our most popular program is a premier coaching program. And it's about it's it's, a, it's less than $100 a month with the financing. So everyone's approved. All you got to do is go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Click on the free coaching call and we'll tell you all about it. And remember, you get the six free books, including the real estate treasure map that'll help you develop a good plan so that you can figure out what your magic number is so that you can meet or exceed your goals. You can also join the conversation on Facebook at CS First or send us some tweets. We want to know what's going on in your world. Send us some tweets at Business Bros Pod. At Business Bros Pod or shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the show. Our email address, my email address is Hernan at CSFirst.com or James at CSFirst.com. Other than that, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.